recording. Oh, you were supposed to say that you you weren't ready and that oh. we needed to start it over again. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, sorry, guys. Guys. Oh, crap. Wait, what? What are we doing? What are we doing? No, I wasn't ready. I was reading something. Just yeah, typing. That's, that's how it's supposed to And then get. we stop and then we go again? Yeah. Okay. That's the only way to start a show. It's really hard being Dan. I just... I think it's going to be really hard being Dan and me at the same time. It's going to be the biggest challenge. I don't know. It's kind of like do what I would normally do and then do the exact opposite of what I would normally do. Yeah, and then we'll just put on like a voice modulation uh, in post and there you go. No one will ever know it wasn't Dan. I have to work on my ladies. Ladies. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, maybe we should... That's, right. Yeah, this is going to be something special. Uh, <laughs> that's, what, that's what we should tell the listeners, that we have something really special for them. A Dan-free <laughs> episode that they're probably going to find intensely boring. We apologize in advance for this special episode <laughs> We the podcast yeah. of Nonsensical Gamers. <laughs> Hey, everybody, and welcome to the podcast of Nonsensical Gamers. This is Boardcast News for October 22nd. October? Where's the time gone, Tiff? Anyway, you're not allowed to talk yet because I have not introduced you. My name is Matt. (laughs) And joining me on today's cast is the one and only Miss Tiffany B. Hello. And... Ladies. (laughs) I'll just do double duty since Dan's not here. And Dan. Ladies. No. That's a, no. All right. Dan nope. is not here today because, as we've recently figured out, life is hard and lots of things happen during it. And, you know, it's not it's not always possible to aggregate board game news and then be here to record. So Tiff and I are going to hold down the fort and bring you one of the best episodes that we've ever produced. <laughs> I have I'll a try. good feeling about it. I don't know if I can fit into Dan's shoes. Well, you definitely can fit in them. You just don't fill them. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, we're going to play double duty. So we're going to be ourselves, and we're each going to take half of Dan's personality and try to channel that. I'm going to use a deep voice, and you're going to make fun of things a lot. Oh, okay. No? I'm funny. I can be funny. Let's do this. Good luck, Tiff. So I can't be funny. We are going to check out some news stories that Tiff has found. And then we're going to go through some Kickstarter spotlights that I drummed up, and that'll be a broadcast news. So let's jump right into it. Tiff slash Dan. Okay, so there wasn't a whole lot, to be honest. Uh, I felt like I was scraping the bottom of the barrel for some of these. Some interesting ones, but uh, first up is that Sentinels of the Multiverse had their big anniversary weekend for the app. Uh, they did like a charity event where they were selling discounted copies of the app uh, and portions of that went to charity. But the big app news is their multiplayer expansion released and is available as a free update. Matt, are you playing Sentinels of the Multiverse anymore? Uh, not so much. I believe this was all my collecting dust. It's yeah, still but, collecting dust. But it, there's an app. It would make it so much easier. It doesn't 
have to collect dust. I've heard from Dan Patrice specifically that the app is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so it is interesting, except I do not have a device. I use an iPhone 4S, Tiff. I'm a little behind the times, and I do not own an iPad. Although this is on Steam, isn't it? I could get it on Steam. Yeah, there there are a lot of options for this. It's not just an Apple thing. So you can go, you can Google Play, you can do all kinds of stuff. You want to play it with me? Uh, Sure. Yeah, let's do wow. it. You shouldn't make hollow promises on air. <laughs> that's, that's rude, Tiff. Oh, I was trying to come off all convincing-like, but yeah. yeah. I am not playing Sentinels of the Multiverse, and I am not that upset about it. Okay. The card game, maybe, but the app, I it's okay. I'll, I'll live without it. I feel like I could get rid of my cards and just be okay playing the app. Yeah. Maybe that's a route I go to. Well, it's cool that they're doing it for free. You get the free update. Yes, so you can check <laughs> that out. Uh, the other news that I found was... Cool Stuff Inc. announced that they're spinning off Gray Fox Games and HC&D Supplies. These were lines of product from Cool Stuff Inc. And now it seems as though they're forming separate standalone type companies. I don't know what that... I don't think that's going to mean much for what you see. Uh, Cool Stuff is still going to carry their stuff. uh, But I think Gray Fox and HC&D have just gotten big enough to kind of go off on their own a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I read the press release, but there's not, I mean, they didn't come forth with a whole lot of extra information other than it, hey, they're spinning off and this is, there are new opportunities. It just doesn't sound like a big shift. I mean, it's kind of probably more a formality than anything. Right. You know, it changes the back end of things, but we're still going to be able to buy their stuff from Cool Stuff and Cool Stuff will still advertise for them and whatever, so. Yeah, like I said, a little light on the news this week. <laughs> Speaking of old worthless news, a little Essen update for everybody. It was another record-breaking crazy giant Essen. They had uh, 162,000 visitors, uh, 910 exhibitors, and they were from 41 different countries. Everything got so big, uh, so many people filled up the, the foyer and outside of the hall that they ended up having to open up the hall early every day to let people in because it was so crowded. So they literally didn't have enough space? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Wow. I- and uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if you looked at the BuzzFeed from BGG on what was hot at Essen, but uh, number one was Seven Wonders, then Codenames, 504, Mysterium. Uh, one that surprised me that I knew nothing about, Baby Blues. It's a take that card game about being daycare workers. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That sounds awesome. Uh, I, it sounds. Slash it's awful. a game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but you you have to take care of five babies, and if they start crying, you're in trouble. So just wow. like real life, yeah. number five game for Messin. That's in the BuzzFeed now. the The ranking tracker they're doing that again. If you ever check that out, they they keep track of the rankings from Essen games over the years. And so Baby Blues isn't quite so far up there on that, but it's <laughs> it's here. The Bloody Inn was number six. Time Story seven. Burger Boss, Celestia, and Fog of Love. So I don't think there are any too many surprises there. What do you think, Matt? Uh, no, I mean, I'm interested to hear more details about some of these things. I want to hear what people thought of 504. And I know Dan's already got Seven Wonders Duel pre-ordered. We've been, we'll probably talk about time stories in the next episode, because I think Dan actually got a hold of that one. But some of these other ones, I'm still trying to like sort through what the heck came out and what's worthwhile. So this helps a little bit, but 
most of these we had already heard about. Yeah, and a lot of them we talked about on our last episode. So that's that. And probably the biggest news that I was able to find, and the only one that I was even remotely excited about, is that Gale Force 9 is partnering up with the BBC to create Doctor Who board games. Yes. I uh, hope it's not with the new Doctor, though. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see. It kind of looks like it's going to be. Yeah, it would make sense. I pulled up their Facebook page and kind of took a look around, and they have a little, like, ad up. And the game that's coming out in 2016 is Doctor Who Time of the Daleks, and uh, it has Peter Capaldi on their little ad for it. So, sorry about that. It seems like it's going to be an adventure game, though. They, They say on their little facebook posts like have you ever wanted to be the doctor have you ever wanted to meet companions and have adventures of course what else do you want to do in doctor who that's the only thing i want to do no that sounds really cool i think that's it couldn't be a better fit right because gale force 9 is one of the few companies that actually know what to do with an ip so if it were any other company i'd be like not again No, I think Gale Force 9 has earned their reputation for IP games, and they've kind of, you know, helped fix some of the bad name about companies making IP games. But especially exciting because I don't think they've done an adventure game, have they? Um, no, I don't think so. So this is kind of a first. It, uh, at least from what I read, I was just looking around. It seems like there's, it says a series of board games. Maybe different time periods to travel to? Different doctors? There's so much material. (laughs) One of the things, like the little tagline underneath, it says like a a web of time game. So maybe there are going to be multiple web of time games. I don't know. Ooh. Either way, I'm pretty excited about that. So that should be pretty cool. That's that's basically the news. There's really not a whole ton of stuff going on right now. I uh, I don't get all the super privy press releases like Dan, so I got to find mine the old-fashioned way on the <laughs> internet. Uh, I think you did wonderfully, Tiff. Oh, thanks. I tried, ladies. Who needs Dan? <laughs> we'll find out <laughs> if we do. Yeah. Well, yeah. so I think that it's just a reflection of a, a dull time for the hobby, you know? Yeah, well, post Essen, you know? A ton of stuff just happened, and yep. n- now we just we need a little break before the holiday season, and then maybe we'll get some more stuff then. I'm sure we will. The funny thing is, is that I got on Kickstarter to look for some project highlights, and I was only seeing things that I'd heard about before, and I almost didn't come up with any projects that were worth kind of going in depth with, and then I started digging and and you know, lowering my standards. No, that's me. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> that uh, is awful. There are some games out there that are worth checking out, but in general, I think it's a slow time for Kickstarter as well. Primarily because Scythe is taking everyone's money, but we'll talk about that in a second. Have you um, backed it? Oh, we'll, backed. we'll wait. I'm waiting. All right. All right. little teaser for our listeners. Cliffhanger. Ooh. Um, so the first game that I discovered was Exceed, the card-fighting game. Uh, so... No doubt, it's me, and I'm the one who aggregates Kickstarter's projects, so of course I picked the two-player card game that's out there. This is from Level 99 Games, so uh, the dudes who do BattleCon and who've done Argent and all these other games set in their same universe as always. It's like a 
uh, fantastical anime kind of world. It's got that same art style that you see on a lot of level 99 stuff. Now, whether or not you like the game, they do good work, Tiff, you have to admit. I, I will admit that a lot of people seem to like what they do. And I can't say that I've ever actually sat down and played a level 99 game. So, but it just doesn't seem, it's like words on cards and I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I love anime, but I just cannot get into this art style. I am so sorry, level 99. I kind of dig it. I think I like it. Nerd. <laughs> and I'm not a big anime guy. That's the thing is, but I, I, I like it. I don't know. For fighting games, it makes sense. I'm not going to go too much into it, but it's a it's different than a lot of like Magic the Gathering kind of dueling games. This is more like a card fighting game, um, like a Yomi or like their game Battlecon. It's more of like a side scrolling fighting game. So, I mean, that's that's kind of cool and unique. But essentially, it's out there. It ends November 1st. Uh, 25 bucks gets you two decks so you can play with a friend. A uh, 100 bucks gets you four dual decks. So that's eight sets. It's everything that you can get, plus like a nice neoprene mat. So if you're really into these kinds of games, uh, seems like a decent value. You know, I always found level 99 to be well-priced. So something to check out if you're into that style of game, but probably not going to end up on any of our shelves. <laughs> I have some friends that are definitely going to pick this up. So, yeah, it looks fine. It looks like a level 99 game. I'm sure it'll be great. You're really channeling your Dan. It, no, no, it looks it looks great. It, it, it's it's fine, fine. It's fine. It's not for me. Okay. Anyway, our next project is one that you are interested in, Tiff. This is Kodama from Action yeah. Phase Games. Uh, Ko Kodama? Kodama? I'm going to go with I Kodama. So this is from designer Daniel Solis, and this is basically a re-implementation, a redesign of his original game Kigi, K-I-G-I, -I, which is about, um, it's card laying, building these kind of very beautiful. The game Kigi is beautiful. Uh, these trees and Kodama kind of builds off of that, changes a few things, but keeps the core gameplay where you're essentially, you start out with a trunk um, of a tree and you're trying to lay these cards, just have branches on them. And you're trying to meet certain goals. There are different uh, scoring objective cards that you, know, you want certain numbers of tree features or certain length of branches and things like that. And essentially you and your opponents are building these uh, trees in real space. And it's pretty cool. I, the art style is really nice. I like what they've done with it. And uh, it's got a really nice price point at 19 bucks. Do you think you're going to back it, Tiff? I don't know. I might. I don't know which aesthetic I like better, Kigi or Kodama, because they're both pretty darn good. This is a little bit cutesier, which I'm into, so it, it looks nice, and it's played over seasons. I always like a game that's divided up into seasons. I don't know what that is about. Just specifically like seasons, not like rounds, but you right. like seasons? Like, at the rounds are seasons. I enjoy okay. that. So you really like the game Seasons? <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> now that you mention it, I don't like that game. But all the other games that have seasons, probably. <laughs> yeah, so that is definitely an appealing thing. If you like seasons, maybe Kodama's for you if you're like Tiff and a weirdo. Uh, otherwise, if you do have Kigi, it looks like they're doing enough different things that it might still be worth picking up, um, especially if you enjoy kind of the aesthetics. It definitely looks different. It looks like it plays a little different too. If you don't have Kigi, you could look into that and pick that up uh, on drive through cards. Is that still up there, Tiff? It's still there and it's on sale. So there you go. You can get both. So this project will be ending November 12th. So still plenty of time to check that out. And again, that is Kodama the Tree Spirits. 
The third project that we're going to talk about a little bit more in depth is called Agility from Two Lanterns Games. This one will be ending on October 25th. And this is a two-player, although I think they expanded it to four-player throughout the campaign. This is like a hand management game about taking dogs to an through an agility course, like through an agility competition. And this is from the same company that did Morels, which was the game about walking through the forest and picking up mushrooms. Looks has that same kind of graphical and kind of the aesthetic is similar to Morel's where it's very kind of literal in real life um, or realistic. Yeah, it's the same uh, art style. I think the designer does all the art for it. So that okay. would make sense. Like nice little like sketchy, sketch-ish looking designs, like really soft look to the artwork. Yeah, I was trying to, that's the description I'm looking for. Thank you, Tiff. Go ahead. When I said sketchy, I didn't mean sketchy as in like <laughs> subversive. Some back alley dogs. <laughs> I meant like with a pencil, with pencils. I dig the artwork. I dig the theme. I think the gameplay sounds interesting too. Basically, you have you have multi-use cards, and you have to decide whether to use the cards for the actions that they provide for you or the resources that they provide you. And the resources let you do things differently with your dogs, like train them, and then the actions actually allow them to progress through this agility course. Um, so you're trying to, you know manage your hand as best you can and make the tough decisions of do I do this or do I do this do I take you know the benefit here and lose that benefit or you know so I think it looks pretty interesting it's one that caught my eye as just a very unique theme this is not something that you see every day no definitely not and two lanterns games this is their only their second game but I really dig their like thing that they're going for they're looking to make games that play in under 45 minutes. Hello. It's like they're making them for me. Uh, <laughs> they teach under 15 minutes and they're a little bit heavier, but not too crazy. They even have handcrafted pieces. So like in Morel's, you had the little, uh, what was it? The little pans yeah, mm -hmm. that you cooked with butter, cooked your mushrooms in. <laughs> Right. So in this, you can get a handmade dog bowl, tiny dog bowl. As the player marker? Yeah, it's like it marks the little tracker. And it's cool because they have the whole process, like the, the, the game designer makes all this stuff. It's very Americana, like hand. I love it. I just love that idea. So he shows you him staining it, what he's making this stuff out of and how he puts the little like resin water in it. Yeah. I don't know. It it's feels cool. very indie, you know, it feels very small scale, which gives some personality and originality to the game. You know, it's not just about the game. It's also about the process behind the game that makes it kind of enticing and interesting. Yeah, this is the kind of game I like to back. Exactly. This feels like a game that should be on Kickstarter. Precisely. So unlike yeah. our next one, Shh. we'll get there. OK, but this one is funded and it's got a little bit to go, but not very much. So if you're listening to this, go back in immediately if you want yes. it. Because go jump on it. it. 23 bucks. Super affordable. Let's go ahead and talk about the big daddy project that's on Kickstarter right now. Uh, this is no, the last no. one. Oop. No, hold, hold on. I, well, I got, hold on. I'm, I'm, a backing, I'm backing this agility game real quick, and then we can talk about whatever. You're actively whatever backing is. agility? I'm, ba I'm back. I've decided. I've made up. I have it on reminder. I just talked myself into buying it as we were speaking about it. So hopefully the listeners feel the same and they've not paused, but minimized the window 
listening to us in the background right now and they're typing away and they're pledging and in the comments they're saying thanks to the podcast nonsensical gamers for telling us about this game you guys should sponsor them and give them love and game no have i gone too far maybe maybe just a little bit okay and i tweeted about it i did all that okay now we're now we're back to what else on kickstarter matt the big (laughs) project on kickstarter right now the only project worth talking about in the board game world other than agility (laughs) of course and these other three that we talked about uh scythe 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 whatever you want to call it from stonemeyer games Okay, so this is a big old 4X game that has been on the tip of everyone's tongue for probably the last year because it was teased and then it was mentioned a little more and then it was hinted at and then it popped up somewhere and that popped up somewhere and it's here now and at the time of this recording, it's got almost a million bucks in its pocket. It is doing very well. This is a 4X style game uh, from Stonemaier Games, the people who did Viticulture, Dan's Favorite Euphoria, Between Two Cities, all kinds of fun stuff like that. And it is thematically probably one of the most interesting things that I've ever encountered, better than dogs. It's about an alternate reality where there's giant mechs floating around Russia, and I've never been happier. (laughs) It looks awesome. 4X game, standard... 4x whatever they are exterminate exploit explore expand expand thank you that's Uh, four of them that's four of them we did it and basically you're moving around upgrading your civilization or your little faction you've got asymmetrical player powers you've got um, a board that you maneuver and control resource areas the resources stay on the board so you don't accrue them they actually stay on the board so if you lose those board spots you lose those resources kind of thing depthy meaty two-hour game a lot of dudes on the map confrontation how else do i describe it in terms of gameplay because i'm trying not to talk only about the amazing art holy crap tiff the art yeah i want to just buy the art i don't know if i need another 4x game in my collection eclipse pretty much covers it for me that's all i need so i don't know but The art is amazing, and I would just buy it and frame it and put it places. Well, for $120, you can get a 100-page art book plus the game plus all the expansions. I'll let you keep the art book, and you send me the game. How about you send me the art book? (laughs) We'll work this out off air, but yeah, I feel (laughs) like there's a deal to be made in there. (laughs) This game looks cool. Yes. But I, I wish Dan were here, and maybe we'll talk about it on the next episode when he is here. But I was just going to say, I wonder what Dan thinks of this, because I this is the first time I've really looked at this Kickstarter project. I got all the notifications, and I was like, that's how disenchanted I am right now with, with get, getting new stuff and more Kickstarters in my life. But I looked at it, and it says it, it blends an engine-building system inspired by Terra Mystica, which is like Dan's favorite game, with a yeah. determinant deterministic combat system influenced by Kemet, which Dan totally hates. Yeah. Dan, just discussing this game with him briefly, is very torn on Scythe. That makes sense. I think, and this is his little brother talking, I think he wants to love it, but I don't think he can bring himself to do it. (laughs) I I don't know that he's going to pull the trigger because I am going to pull the trigger. This is going to be up there with Abyss and Hyperborea. It's like the two of them combined. I'm so excited, Tiff. Abyss and Hyperborea. 
Yeah, you yeah. know my two favorite games? Yeah, you love those <laughs> games. You're the only one. The only one. That's correct. I think a lot more people are going to like this one. There's about 10,000 of them that are. People in it like right 4X now. games. I think that's for sure. I like 4X games. And the yeah. time period for this is right. And, you know, I don't know. A lot of things are being done right with this project. The question is is the gameplay something that you're interested in before you back it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I know that I trust Jamie Stegmeyer. He does kickstarter right and i haven't been disappointed with anything i've ever gotten uh from stonemeyer games so i don't know i yeah. i'm torn about it as well because i just i don't know that i want to part with the money yeah i think at the very least it's worth going to the kickstarter page to look at definitely and you'll you'll be enthralled and then you'll be like eh, no, and you'll close it or you'll back <laughs> but I'm excited about it. A lot of people are excited about it. If you're listening to podcasts, you've probably already heard about it. I'll say no more. 60 bucks gets you the game. 120 gets you the Super Premium Edition. It ends on November 5th. You'll hear about this next October from me, if we're still around. Oh, that's a really weird way to end the show. It's not over. I have two more quick mentions for Kickstarter. Oh, all right. Well, that's good. The show's not over, Tiff. Don't try to run me out of here. Well, you, you just basically said that the show is over forever. I said, if we're still around, who knows? Maybe maybe we hit internet stardom when it's just you and I on Boardcast News. But maybe we <laughs> fall from, from fame and favor really quickly without Dan. This sounds like a VH1 yeah, behind, behind the, the scenes. behind the scenes thing. Yeah, we need one of those. Okay, go on. So, Quick mentions. Projects to remember. Seventh Continent, the other game that was super big and popular like two weeks ago that isn't popular anymore because Scythe is out, is still up there. There's There are other things besides Scythe that you can look at on the internet, guys. This game's super cool. Fully cooperative exploration and storytelling game. Really well done. You get a lot of stuff in the box. A lot to explore with this game. Ends on October 27th. Um, if you want to hear more about it, you can check out a previous Sportcast News where we chat about it. And 66 bucks gets you the game, 100 bucks gets you the premium edition of that. And the last one that we'll talk about, we also talked about before, Folklore the Affliction is still up. If you don't like 4X games and you don't like exploration games, this is a RPG, D&D, board game hybrid kind of thing set in a dark fantasy world. Uh, we have a preview or a first impression up on nonsensicalgamers.com, and we talked about it in a previous episode. This one also ends on October 27th. 95 bucks gets you the base game. 299 bucks gets you the premium edition with a lot of minis and expansions because you need more of those in your life. Just saying. Uh, now, Tiff, the show is over. It's time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. So if you enjoy listening to our show and you like us, please feel free to give us a review on iTunes or... Drop us a line on Stitcher, say nice things, give us some stars, or however they rate you on those things. Uh, if you want to chat with us, you can find us on Facebook by searching for the League of Nonsensical Gamers. You can shoot us an email at podcastandnonsensicalgamers.com. We've had some very nice listeners uh, write in and give us some feedback and say nice things, and we appreciate that. You can also join the conversation over on the BGG Guild, number 2077. We currently have a thread open about questions uh, that we will answer on the show, possibly even in a live show if we ever get that up and going. So be sure to participate in that or let us know your three up, three down or your Kickstarter spotlights, anything that we talk about here. Come chat with us about it over there or check us out on Instagram or 
Google Plus or, you know, we're kind of all over the place, Tiff, right? Well, you guys are. <laughs> oh, well, don't sell yourself short, Tiff. If people wanted to reach out to you, how would they do that? You can mostly find me on Twitter at IneptGamer. Correct. You can find me at CinnamonBuns on Twitter, spelled phonetically. Or Listen, you can th- it's not or- as hard as you think, people. You can spell cinnamon buns phonetically. It's okay. Just Give it a try. If you put it in Google and you click dictionary.com, it's right there. <laughs> That's like a three-step process. I was trying to sell this, and now Sorry. look at you. Or uh, you could go to nonsensicalgamers.com and click on the About Me, and I'm right there. That's a little bit faster. Anyway, Matt's lonely. Tweet at him, people. Tweet me, please. Or you can hit up the League account, which Dan runs, at League Nonsense, or get a little personal with him, because we all know that goes well, at (laughs) Scandalous underscore Nad. We did it, Tiff. We made it through just me and you. Woo! Say bye. 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 Bye.